All right. This is Polo. This is Becky. We here. We coming. The battle continues. This is Born to Battle. Hey, Polo. What up, Beckett? Man, there's no time for this right now. Hey, it's time to battle. Oh, baby. We're born to battle with this one. Yes, we are. I'm excited, man. It's been a while since we talked, I feel like. I know, it really has. What's that been going on, man? We're missing this other. I know, right? But last time we did talk, we had a really good conversation uh, as guests on another podcast. We absolutely did so. The ALS Association, which is one of the biggest organizations around ALS in the States, had us on their podcast. That's right. Uh, it's called Connecting ALS. Uh, we shared it on our social media, but again, we want to thank Mike Stevenson for taking the time to talk with us initially to find out kind of who we are, find out about our show, and having us as guests and allowing us to share Chris's story, our story of what we're doing, and uh, just another avenue for more exposure. So big shout out to Mike. Thank you. And uh, we're going to keep this going. Absolutely. Let's keep on, keep on. All right, man. Here's a here's a question for you. Oh, Ruffin and Gecko, you're swinging out the battle box. All right. Well, I have to preface with a question. So, all right. So, all grow, right. growing up, like either college, high school, whatever, did you ever make Top Ramen? Yes, I did. Okay. So, did you only make the ramen as is, as the package, or did you add like? Did you add any additional toppings? Like, did you add vegetables? Did you add meats? Did you add egg? Like, what was your go-to to add to that, to make it a little classy? Oh, okay. I would say classy is probably not the right word. <laughs> but I went different stages. So middle school, high school, I had to just ramen with the packet they gave me. In the microwave, boil some water. Simple, plain, nothing to him. Mm-hmm. Now, as I got a little older, I did like some, some too. Now, by that I mean to something different. So, I would usually do chicken, hot and hot sauce like sriracha. But always the kicker was, I would try to pan fry the noodles. So I cook them and then throw them in oil and soy sauce and just cook it up that way. And wow. I'd roll with it. That was my team. Broke college days and then I just added a little bit to it. I liked it. Interesting. Right. How about you? The way you swung out of the fences with this question I feel like you got a lot to tell everyone about. <laughs> no, nah, I don't have a lot. I, I do have a follow-up question, though, for yours. Okay. So, so did you ever cook, like, boil the water, cook it in the pan? Or did you, like, make the noodles, like, <laughs> make the noodles separate and then add the, the seasoning and mix it in? Yeah, make the 
noodles chopper and then do all the seasoning and stuff. So I got out of the styrofoam cup pretty quick in them um, after high school. Okay, interesting, interesting. So yeah, I've yeah. I never I never cooked ramen in the microwave. Maybe like oh. maybe like very rare, but it was never my go-to. I always boiled water on the stovetop, put the noodles in, and then add the the seasoning. So like I like my noodles to be soupy. Um so that's what I would do like growing up in high school and stuff and then to add a little flavor, I would add a little sesame oil. Oh. Um, so that, that would mix it up a little bit. Chicken was always a go-to. And then chicken and beef, like, can't go wrong with either of those. No. And then eventually, like, some of the spicy ramens. So as, as I've gotten older, I, I, like to oh. add, I like to add vegetables. So uh, if I have, like, some romaine lettuce, I'll break that up and put it in. Or spinach or bok choy. Um, mm. I'll, I'll always throw an egg in there. Um, sometimes I just like mix it up and scramble it, or sometimes I'll let it just cook on the outside and have a little runny. Um, sometimes I'll have some frozen corn mm. and then like leftover meats, just throw them in and mix it up. I try to try to make it a little, a little fancy. I see you over there. Yeah. You're making instant noodles. Into a five-star meal, man. Good job. Yeah, you gotta you gotta do something with it, right? So I mean, a dollar meal isn't gonna be that great if it's just as is. So mix it up, get a little more flavors involved, a little more um, texture. Absolutely, it's all out of necessity. With that, make it better than it is. It's like McDonald's dollar menu. Explain. Oh, you make it better than it is. How do you make it better? Ramen with chicken and veggies. No, no, no. I'm asking how do you make the McDonald's menu, dollar menu better? (laughs) No, you don't. It's not that good. (laughs) It's like it's good because it's a dollar. So you're beautifying it. Okay. Same thing with the ramen. My bad. I um, I miss him communicating on that. It's okay. It's okay. I got you. Or went up your head. (laughs) Right over. Man. Um, All right. You up, man. What's what's next? What we got next? So, of course, with this World Series going on, I have to ask, if you're watching it, who do you pick to win it all? The Tampa Bay Rays or the L.A. Dodgers? Um, <clears throat> I'm not watching it. I haven't watched any baseball since it came back. So in honor of Kobe, I hope L.A. wins. All right. Fair enough. I like the response. What about you? Who are you rooting for? I root for the Dodgers. Uh, I am a Dodgers fan. And I have been one for a pretty long time. Um, Vince Gully, baby. When, wait, when did you become a Dodger fan exactly? Triple, the video game, Triple Play 97. Okay, so you go way back. 
I just I just know like a thing growing up was to have like various teams or this the hats. And so I guess I never really knew you had an allegiance to LA. I like them. Them and the Mariners. Okay. I was certainly say Southern always more Mariners because they're closer. But National League, uh, Dodgers of his team. I got you. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. We had just voted today. Uh, so, feeling really good about exercising our right that so many people work so hard to get everyone included. So, very happy. And we, I notice now as I'm getting older and older, I take the voting more serious, and I feel as though it has a lot more of an impact than it might have had when I was 18 years old. Absolutely. I feel that. All right, we got one more question. What is the um, scariest movie you've ever seen? And why did it scare you? It doesn't have to be a Halloween theme, but if it is cool, if not, it just what makes you jump out of your socks. Okay. So, first of all, I don't even like scary movies. Yes. For the longest time, I have not liked scary movies. Only recently, I've been like, all right, I'll give them a shot. Sometimes they can be interesting. So, but for the most part, I like, I don't. What I'm going to reference isn't like a really scary movie, but at the time it was scary for me. Uh, <laughs> so it was, I believe, The Ring 2. The Ring 1 scared me because VCRs, that girl with the long black hair, like creepy, super creepy. Anytime you see a TV fuzzy, I was like, nah, nah, dog, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but, so I got over the ring one and I was like, all right, whatever. I'll go see the ring too. I saw it in theaters. I was with uh, some friends and it wasn't that, that scary. Like it was what I expected it to be. And it got to a part where the, like it was the buildup to like a scary part. And I'm sitting there like, like getting ready, like I'm about to jump out the seat a little bit and I'm like just sitting there. And then when the, like, it's about to be this scary moment, this old lady in front of me reaches back and grabs my leg. And I'm just like, what the? <laughs> I just like jumped a bit. I was like, what are you doing? And, um, that was like my moment of, I'm never going to go see a scary movie again in a theater. Why? Why did she do that? She just wanted to mess with me. Or she was a pedophile. I don't know. Because I was definitely underage at the time. Uh, oh, that is a terribly frightening experience you went through. And I would never see a scary movie ever again in a theater if I was you. Yeah, I don't. But I do get jumpy, like live noises or uh-huh. things that or things that pop up. Uh-huh. Game over. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, 
It seems like that's scary moves in the nutshell now. They make things jump out and loud music to it. It really startles you. Yeah, definitely. So I'm I'm assuming by your reaction to my story is that you're you're in the same line where you don't like <laughs> scary movies. Not one bit. <laughs> uh, I want to say I saw Annabelle. Okay. Uh, at the movie theater. Recently? Uh, whatever might have came out in 2012 or 13. Okay. Scary movies are absolutely not my jam. I do not like them. Even if I had a girlfriend who liked them, heck no. They could watch them alone. <laughs> I do not like them. I'm here to laugh, have my heart melt, cry, all that gushy and funny stuff in action. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm guessing Taylor doesn't like scary movies? No? I thought I was bad. She's worse. So I feel really good and never alone when I easily turn down invitations for a scare move. No. And I know she will always have my back. So I feel very confident. Answer verbal. Neither was I ever want him. Absolutely. Good, good. Good you're on the same page. Ain't nobody want to be scared? Hell no. I remember what scared me when I was younger. It was goosebumps. (laughs) 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 That's great. That's good. What was uh, Tales from the Crypt? Do you remember that? No. Oh, that was another TV show that was supposed to be scary, but I avoided it. I just remember so vaguely one um one shot of the goosebumps where a kid was on a plane, opened his window and a monster was there. Oh snap. I was terrified for a little while on airplane that night. So I never opened the window. <laughs> For sure. Uh, another, a couple other movies that stuck with me because they, I guess they scared me, was The First Final Destination. Oh, wow. So when that guy gets on the plane and then does the, checks the, <laughs> the table lock and it breaks. Uh-huh. For the longest time after that, I would do it on the, on whatever flight I got on. I was like, this better not break. If it does, I'm out. Uh, <laughs> I would beat him. And luckily, that never happened to me. I'm still here. And then uh, the the one mask one, Scream, that oh. that messed me up for a while. I, I, I was legit scared of that mask. Anytime I saw it, I was like, hell no. <laughs> I'm going the other way. Nope. Bye. <laughs> Absolutely. Never run upstairs in the house. Run out of the house. Oh, yeah. It was alive. Right? Yeah. And carry your cell phone. Make sure you have service. Uh-huh. Very true. 
If it looks scary and scary, go the way. Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm all aboard with them. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I feel better now. Right on, right on. Well, do you have an ALS update for us, Chris? So the ALS update for you guys. And Taylor and I have booked up when camping again. Uh, Lake Isabella. And it's really cool because this one had a completely ADA accessible uh, site for us. So it really was nice where we had the whole area where we were paved over with cement. So I could easily roll around anywhere I needed to be, which has not been the case with all the other campsites. I'll off-road a little bit here and there, but it was fully accessible. And it's something we have learned to appreciate so much and something I never ever thought of as something to think about uh, before using a winter. Absolutely. And did you guys know that it was ADA accessible before? So we did know it was a NAD ADA site. It was first come, first serve, and we went there. But it was again a weird react thing. There were about three other groups. So pretty empty site. But the ADA part is very nice, and it got me thinking more and more how not too long ago things like that never existed, and so many people fought for accessibility for those discriminated against because they're in wheelchairs and don't have the same access to things a lot of the people have. Right. Yeah, and I know just last year when we were on our trip, international trip, it was it was kind of the first experience of being in a wheelchair for most of it and recognizing like, oh, a lot of these places really aren't ADA accessible. And I mean, I'm sure only more so now than ever that it's so apparent that a lot of places aren't necessarily ADA or have some limitations. Very true. Especially when you're crossing the street and there's no uh, crossing the slants down with the curb. So how are you supposed to get up the curb? But we ran into a good amount um, next to Costa Rica. But also just entering a store where it might have a lip over the door. Let me do that again. Even entering a store, the door might have a little lip over it, so maybe two, three inches, and you don't think much of it, but to get a witcher over it is really hard, and 
not possible. Yeah, really eye-opening for how there are good things out there for people that make them more accessible. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe uh, one day you and Taylor can write a book, Beckett's, or the Lou and Beckett Guide to Camping, ADA style. Thumbs up. All right. Say no more. Oh, God. Nice. Me on it all day. Rolling the butcher like we don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was just boy. Hey. <laughs> nice. Well, thanks for sharing that. Uh, looking forward to that book. <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. I'll be on the lookout for uh, one day. All right, cool. All right, my man, that's a wrap on this one. Hey, Blue, where can they find us? Or how can they tell people to find us if they want no more? Yeah, if uh, they want to check us out and they want to let people know where they can listen to Born to Battle, they could either hop on to Beckett'sBattle.com. They could check out Beckett's Battle on Instagram. And then if you just want to hop on and listen to our episodes, you can listen on Spotify, Amazon, Google, Apple Podcasts, you know, basically anywhere you're trying to listen to a podcast, you should be able to find us. We out there. Yes, we really are. Out there and everywhere. Out there convenience. And everywhere you've never been and better than i ever been. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Exactly, bro. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh.